0: They get me hype, man. They get me hype. I was just like, uh, my mic was too loud. Okay, so I was just counseling our next guest. I told them whatever they do, just make sure they bring the energy. Sit up straight, project their voice, enunciate, represent themselves to be the outstanding young men I know them to be. All right, you're listening to WBH Radio. I'm your host, William Holly. Thank you for tuning in to this special episode. Oh, my mic is too loud. All right, here we go. This past year, I had the privilege of working as an assistant basketball coach at George Wingate High School here in Brooklyn, and two members of that squad are joining me here today.
1: Gentlemen, welcome. How y'all doing? I'm good. How about you? Good, good. Yeah, Introduce I'm good. yourself. Up through, you know, everybody call me Mr. Wingate, you know, that go? yeah. The real Mr. Wingate, uh,
0: <laughs> Jaden Reed and Abdul Torre. These two young men just finished their senior season at Wingate, getting ready to embark on the next chapter of their lives. Uh, what'd you guys first think when Coach Will said, "Yo, I need you on a podcast"? It was new to me. Never act. Never been on nothing like this before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But,
1: right. open new doors. So new
0: doors. Were you aware that I did a podcast?
1: Yeah. I definitely was. I was waiting for this moment. I yeah, I had a
3: feeling one day he was going to ask me. Really? Why? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I just had a feeling one day I was going to be a part of it. Ad,
0: why you thought your moment was coming?
3: I knew
1: my moment was coming for sure. <laughs> I was definitely tuned for this. I was waiting for this moment.
0: That's what's up. Had you guys watched any episodes in the past? Yes. Yeah,
1: for
3: yes.
1: sure. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I watched
3: that boxing one with the guy you just posted the other day. Raymond, I watch the uh, coach at Brooklyn. I watch Baker.
1: Yep, been in tune for that too.
0: Oh, all right, so let's go. Let's go, man. Um, where should we begin? I want to start with your journey to Wingate High School, and I'm gonna start with you, Jay Reed. You uh, coming out of you in high school? What you in high school? Did you go to North Star Academy? North Star Academy. MX340. MS-340. Okay, so you're coming out of junior high school. It's a big moment. We about to transition. How'd you choose Wingate?
3: Well, it was a good school. Not far from my house. Familiar with the area. And I feel like it represented what a good high school should be, so. All right. How'd you know it was a good school? It was um, staff pick. They had, like, top 10 schools in each borough. So high school public service was top 10.
0: And Wingate was up there. And you don't live too far from the program, from the school. No. So you turn to your family and say, yo, this, this is yep. what we're going to do. Yep. Were you one of those ballers, life kids? Like, what was your relationship with basketball coming out of junior high school?
3: I played all three years in champs. Played all the time after school, during gym. And I was looking forward to playing four
0: years. You was looking forward to playing high school basketball at Wayne Yep. What did you know about the program before you, you got in? Like when you was at your high school, what was the word on it?
3: Nothing. When I got accepted, I just started Googling, trying to find any little picture or video, but you, I wasn't sure of what it looked like, and then eventually I got the chance to see the gym right before school. I liked what it looked like.
0: AB, your journey to Wingate is a little bit more complicated.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Definitely. How'd you get this, to Wingate? Well, you know, coming out of middle school, I was just stuck-up kid i was like yo i have so much potential so i'm gonna go to a school that's not really basketball like like goddess like so i was like I'm hold like, on you said a stuck-up kid yeah like you was full of yourself not full of myself but like i just like i just knew i what i could be now okay When my like my eighth grade year. okay so i went to a bar and then you know bar not not a good basketball program so i just had to like
0: but, but hold on, you said you went to Barton because you didn't want to go to some historic program. You yeah. wanted to go
1: somewhere and transform and my school. my mark, yeah. So I, I had that in my head. Like, yo, know, I'm going to go somewhere and make my own mark, do what I got to do. So I went to Barton. I realized high school basketball not a joke. I need something. <laughs> I need I need a mentor, like a real coach that's going to be behind me. And, like, tutor me, tell me everything, teach me the ropes. So then I had to text D P, my middle school coach, which I, like, It's like, my brother, love him, uncle, everything. So I text him. I'm like, yeah, I need I need a new school to go to. And then he hit me up, told me about Baker. Baker came and saw me. I don't know what Baker saw that day, but told me come to Dewey. And next thing you know, he ended up in Dewey.
0: True or false, when Baker first saw you, yeah. he said that you were sitting on the end of the bench laughing and giggling down 40 points playing for Cloud
1: Barn. Nah, that's 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 false. That's cap. That's
0: false. Hold on. that's the story that's I false. got, bro.
1: I tell you the story. We was in mid game. We was getting punched by like seventy. I came from. Oh. We was getting punched. Alright. Cool. Played DP school. I didn't. I don't. I think I only scored like two points maybe. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it's done. It's quiet. Baker now probably filling me. Came to me is like, you did a pass fake. That's all I needed to see. Uh-huh. It took me, that rush is history. <laughs> now, Jay Reed,
0: when you got to Wingate, you know at that time Coach Baker was just a physical education teacher in the building. Do you f- remember your first contact or first interactions with Baker?
3: Oh, uh, it's probably in the hallway. Yeah, when I heard about his LTG program. Oh, his AU program. Yeah, yeah, I tried out for the team. Like, how'd it go? Yeah, I had a good trial, decent trial, but didn't make it. Oh, Okay,
0: okay. Did you guys start to form a relationship around basketball?
3: Yeah, started having talks about it. You know, trash talking a little bit. I would challenge the players who he thought he thought was nice in the school in gym class. I any little sport with my class, played against his class and go hard. There you go. There you go. Uh, did you play basketball that freshman year? I wasn't able to.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: I needed a medical, but I had no idea what that was at the time. Yeah. So, everybody was panicking that day, trying to get to the nurse to get a medical done, but nobody was registered, so.
0: Yeah, high school comes at you fast. Yep. You know, when, you, when you're when a freshman, sometimes you don't know which way is up. To try out for a basketball team, you need a physical from your doctor and different things. And sometimes people miss the deadline, and that could be their whole season. Now, AB, you, you said, boom, you had that conversation with Coach Baker. At that time Coach Baker was becoming the head varsity basketball coach at John Dewey. you opted to go over there and, and play with him. What was that conversation like with your family when you talk about transferring to high school? one that's very f- far away, you know that was going to add a lot of time
1: to your commute. What was that conversation like? It was, it was a tough conversation. They at first until this day they wasn't on board it wasn't on board for me to transfer so I had to I had to just do it on my own. So I, I went behind their backs and just did it. And now I, I had to, I'm a risk taker, I had to take the risk.
0: Oh my God, Abdul-Tore,
1: you went behind your back. I didn't even know you could transfer without your <laughs> parents' permission, man. I just had to do it. I was not staying in barn my whole four years going to waste. I had to do it. Had By to any do. means, I
0: had to do it. What happened when your mom first found out that her son now attends a new high
1: school? Well, at first, she was she was, she was she was mad. Like, every as every parent would be, she was mad, I just had to tell her the face, like I had to tell her face to face, like it's just, it's just something I gotta do. It's just something I have to do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you gotta understand, it's my choice now. Like, it's just something I have to do.
0: Got you. So Coach Baker
1: takes over as the head of varsity
0: basketball coach at John Dewey High School. You know, I'm I'm right by his side. We are excited about some of the students that are coming in to play. Abdul Torre being one of them, and then I quickly learned that Mr. Torre will not be able to play basketball with us. Why? That that adjustment was hit hard. Academically, he was ineligible. Yeah. What happened during that period? Everything
1: just it just new school, new commute. Not making excuses, but it, it did hit hard. And then I, I just didn't have my feet under me. Like, I, I didn't get that feeling yet. So, yeah, just messing around in the hallways, not going to class, being a nuthead. It just, it all caught up with me after a while.
0: What was it like for you when you first learned that, dang, yo, I'm not gonna be able to play basketball? It was
1: tough. I didn't even want to go to school on days. Mm-hmm. Very tough. Me, me, and a few other guys on the team, just didn't want to, like, go to school anymore. Right, because like, here you are. You transferred into this program yeah. to Hoop, and now it's being taken so, away from you. Yeah, me. you don't want to, like, wait. That's the motivation right there. Mm-hmm. So when you, you just don't want to get out of bed on certain mornings, you don't even want to go to school. You don't want to see any teachers. You, like, just walk around in the hallways like any other kid. And,
0: what did mom say when she learned that your grades had, had, had plummeted? Because she ain't want you over there in the
1: first place. Yeah, That must have been a big, I told you so, so moment. That, that's exactly what happened. I told you so. <laughs> so I, it's, I, that's all the motivation I needed, though. Once I heard that, I told you so. I was like, all right, bet. Bet.
0: Uh, yeah. Yo, that that was a tough stretch for us. You know, because we were really looking forward to having you a part of the squad. You know, and we learned that you were gone. Yeah. so yo Beggs was up with Mr. Torre. you know I always like Ab cause he always claimed like he from the 90s which is a neighborhood I'm <laughs> familiar with where I'm from but I've never really seen him over there so I always took a like <laughs> to Ab we would have that conversation and the next thing I know he wasn't going to to be around you know and that Dewey year it was interesting a lot of ups and downs but there was one moment that season that that stood out to me and uh, the John Dewey Dragons on we looked on the schedule and we went we had the Wingate Generals on the schedule to play at Wingate. So for those who don't know, our guy, Coach Baker Salou, friend of the show, he's been a guest many times. At that time, he was a physical education teacher inside Wingate. This is his place of duty. This is where he works for years, five, six, seven years at that point. But his head coaching job was at Dewey. So he would work at Wingate during the day and then go be – the basketball coach at John Dewey. So by this time, Jay Reed is a varsity athlete on Wingate. Tell me what it was like when y'all learned that, yo, we about to go up against our physical education teacher. We about to go up against Mr. Baker. School was hot.
3: (laughs) Every single school in the building was going crazy. Like, everybody was there that game. Nobody knew who they wanted to root for. It was an intense crowd, intense game, physical game. It was... Like, tough. It was a tough game.
0: That was big for y'all with yeah. Baker being on the other sideline. Yeah.
3: Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had some people cheering for Dewey who went to Wingate because Baker was the
0: coach, and yeah. it was it was a versatile environment. The building was crazy getting yeah. up to that? Yeah. What, what, was, what was the conversations y'all was having, like, uh, amongst the team? And not even just amongst the team, amongst the school. What kind of conversations were you guys having? Um,
3: people, people saying we're going to lose. People saying... All types of things How we suck Yeah How Baker's gonna take it How they're rooting for Baker You know
0: Baker's a really good coach or so he's gonna win That was a big I remember son Yo When we walked in that building son When the crowd really started to flow in I'm like yo It's crazy in here son Yeah. It's crazy Those kids were so excited to see Their teacher uh, On the other side What do you remember about that game? I remember. I remember getting in that game Yeah yeah, I came in with a lot of
3: energy. I mm-hmm. started ran our defense very well. Uh, denied the players the ball, boxing out. I was going hard. We lost that game. Yeah,
0: we lost that game, son. I ain't. Gonna, my man was hurt after that one. Yeah, my man was hurt. He wanted he wanted to have a good showing in that building. So many people I remember. His mom was there. Like O.G. Gary Baker's dad was there. Everybody was in there. You know, you got to remember, like, that's that's really our neighborhood. We from that side of town. So we were coaching at John Dewey on the other side of Brooklyn where none of our people could really see us. And here we are. We coming back to a game close to home, a place that he works, not only his students, but his colleagues are in there. And our guys ain't show up. Our guys ain't show up. So I ain't even going to front. That was one of the times that he, uh, that's one of the most times I've seen him disappointed in how we play. Y'all got lucky, though. Nah. Our, our leading score wasn't there. Siraj had just broke his uh, ankle. ankle. Yeah,
1: have been trouble. <laughs> have
0: been trouble. We had just um, yeah, he had just broke his ankle. In fact, at that time, he was playing for another friend of the show, Coach Taz, Tariq Taz Gini. Salute to Coach Taz. That's when the pandemic hits, and then towards the end of the pandemic, PSAL put together a six-game season, and I learned that I do Torre. Who had transferred him from Clara Barton to play with us, who unfortunately had failed up. I learned that he was back. Facts. He was back academically eligible. Now I'm thinking I right, he just barely scraped by so he could play some ball, but he bounced back. And Ab, when you did bounce
1: back, what was your GPA? 90 GPA. 90 See? average. A 90 <laughs> average. Nine zero. Ninety for a reason. <laughs> nine zero.
0: Ab, nine when I saw you, son. I was I was floored. I had to salute you, young man, because you have failed off, and there was nothing we can do to help you or your family. I, I, there comes a point when a young man gotta do his own work. It's a fact. And you not only bounced back to be eligible, but you went to the heights of ninety GPA. I had to salute you, bro. How'd you do that?
1: Just like during quarantine, I had I had all the time in the world to think about it. How I felt off. Like, what, what was I doing in the whole way? My mistakes. So, and I was like, yo, when my mom told me I told you so, that's all the motivation I needed. Mm-hmm. So I turned it up a volume and I just kicked it in. 90 average, easy. 90 average. When you came back, not only did you have
0: that average, but I saw another level of maturity.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What happened? Like, how did you transform as a young man? Not just in a classroom, but as a young man during that
1: period, that stretch. For like, just like. Maturing overall, just like during quarantine, I really had time for me and myself, like Mm -hmm. just me and myself and not. So I really got to know myself, really got to like figure things I don't like, like just maturing overall. Mm -hmm. Having talks with my brother late night, what should I do, what should I not do, stuff like that, just maturing, really in general, came back a different monster.
0: Like I look at you as a different young man from that day forward. Why you say that? Because we all have our trials and tribulations, right? Yeah. The way you bounce back speaks volumes about who you are and what you're capable of. Yeah. You know, that's why some of the youngsters may see me with Ab, and they're like, damn, Coach be dealing with Ab a little differently because some of y'all folks be knuckleheads, and we got to get in our eyes, but Ab know it's right or wrong. So sometimes we give him a little counseling here and there, but, like, my respect for him is on a different level, son. Yeah. You... Were a basketball player without a place to play basketball, like one could consider that rock bottom in a young man's life. That's a fuck. And you picked yourself up. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I gotta salute the man. So when you see, I, I see Ab. I, that's that's the the memory I always have in my head. That young man, when it's time to get down to the get down, like he his back against the wall and he figured it out, son. So I I I, I salute you forever for that, for being able to do that. Reed, what was that pandemic like for you, man? You a ball player, you had just made the varsity team, you were contributing, you're on your way up, and then boom, it's over. No basketball. We in the crib.
3: It's tough. Because right before um I made LTG. Looking forward to playing seven different tournaments, five during the spring, two during the summer. So it took that away and then just had a lot of time yeah. on my hands. Nothing to do
0: but just do and workouts in the house oh i didn't know you had returned to ltg yep so after not making it initially yep went back to tryouts yep i got the text (laughs) what the text
3: say it said right now they're not sure what's gonna go what's gonna happen in the next few weeks but thank you for coming out and he was like you made the team and after that they only had baker's number on my phone and he hit me up during 11th grade what was that feeling like when you got that text It was hopeful because you know what was going to happen during the time. Mm -hmm. A lot of things got taken away. So it was new to the world, what was going on. It was new to athletes, what was going on. So when I seen that text, I was looking forward. It's okay. You're trying to work something out one day. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to playing ball again.
0: But, I mean, to to make a team that previously you weren't able to make, what was that like for you?
3: I would say I was more hungry that time. Mm -hmm. More mature, in shape, more willing. I had a lot of. Will inside of me To like Play
0: hard Show what I can do To make that team Yeah And you were looking forward To uh, that next chapter But unfortunately COVID took it yeah. uh, George Wingate Did not play Basketball during the COVID year Us at John Dewey We did It was just a Six game season They had put together for us Ab was with us During that stretch yeah. What do you remember About that man You had failed off And now you bounced back And then we don't have A full season We playing in six games What do you remember About that stretch Um, Those
1: six games Those are those were beautiful games. I really missed those games. Really? Yeah. Why? That team, that team. I missed that team. Me, friend, Raj, Ralph Larry. I don't want to miss out on no what Kev. Kevin Balance. I didn't wanna that team right there was once we got clicking, it was it 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 it's like what could have been. hmm Yeah, so
0: we only had a short season.
1: See, yeah. uh, we played six games. You remember our record during that stretch? I think we was five and one. Five and one. Five and one. You only lost one game. It was what could have been. So it hurt even to this day to like talk about it. But it was like, yeah, it was a tough, tough six games though. And that last game, who did we play against? Lincoln.
0: Lincoln. The world famous Abraham Lincoln. Yep. And we were able to pull off that victory. hmm How was that for you
1: guys? It was, it was cool. It was cool. So, you know, we both in Coney. Yeah. Got to show the top dog in Coney. <laughs> like, we did that. That was a
0: big win for my brother, Kayvon Baker, too. Yeah. You know, because we from a generation where we seen Stephon Marbury suit up for Lincoln. We seen Sebastian Telfair suit up for Lincoln. Like, that name, that brand had been around the globe. Mm-hmm. And now here we are coaching against the, 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 the team. And we able to come out victorious. You know, that was one that shocked the Dewey campus, like, we're amongst the teachers. Like, hold on, we be Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. And then just like that, it was over, you know. Um, So that's that's junior year for you guys. Yeah. So we're getting ready to go to the next season. I know that my guy, Kayvon Baker, is in the running to be the head coach at George Wenge High School. Also the athletic director. I remember us, we saw you that summer, and uh, we were in a park working out or something. You you were just around, because Wingate. we were in Wingate Park, your neighborhood. And Baker was kind of talking to you, but he couldn't tell you that he was making a move just yet, because it wasn't official. Tell me about the first time you learned that, yo, my physical education teacher that's been here for years, he's about to be my varsity basketball coach. He's about to make the switch to George Wingate campus. Hit me off guard. Like... A couple of weeks ago, I was just playing with ties
3: in a summer tournament, and then now it's about to be a big transformation. I don't know who's gonna come, what's gonna be, like, what it's gonna be like, and it's the first year back in high school basketball since tenth grade. So
0: basically, yeah, yeah, it's like your first time on campus in damn near two years because of the pandemic, and now you have to about to have a new varsity basketball coach. One you are familiar with from school, from school. But first time, it's going to be a first time playing under him. How did you learn that he was going to be the coach?
3: Taz. Yeah? Yeah, he texted in a group chat, said Baker's a new athletic director and head coach. Mm. Yeah.
0: How'd the other guys take it?
3: He caught them off guard, too. They're yeah. like, wow, he's like, damn, we're going to miss you, coach, you know? For real.
0: For real, salute to Coach Taz. There was a lot of moving parts, man. I'm sure there was a lot of different feelings and emotions for you guys. Like, yo, we got Kitaz, but we also know Baker. I'm sure. How about for you, Ab? We had just finished that six-game season, you know, looking towards the future, and then boom, Baker's on the move again. How did you first learn that he was up? Um,
1: how did I learn? I want to see. I, I didn't know. I didn't. I went to school and then he finally had texted me, like, yo, I'm not going to be the coach or something. Like, he's making a move to Wingate. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? What, <laughs> you, what you mean you making a move to Wingate? We, we got a season of running, do we? I'm thinking we're running it back. Say, yeah, you making that move to Wingate, taking Larry. So I'm like, ah, damn, like, what about me? Like, I'm here, like, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, And then I finally found that. It caught me off guard, but I was excited. I was definitely excited, because I wanted wanted to make a move closer to home. I wanted to make a move, so.
0: So you were in John Dewey. Baker says, yo, I'm
1: out. And you sitting there like, yo, what's the next move? move? Yeah, at first I was stuck. I felt like I was stuck. Like I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And then a month or two passed. I still ain't getting no word. So I'm like, what's going on? Am I staying or am I going? Finally, one day, put some cards and then made that move to Wingate.
0: What was it like going to your mom to say, Mom, I'm about to go
1: to my third high school? That was tough. <laughs> that, that was very tough. Telling mom, Dukes, that I'm going to another school, like, that's tough. But she was more understanding about this one because I felt like she saw that I was mature, came back, bounced back, got the 90 average for, like, you know, she probably saw, like, all right, he can't handle himself out here. Mm-hmm. So when I told her, I'm like, I need you to listen. I'm, I'm going to Wingate. She was like, that's actually good. Like, <laughs> it's a school not too far from home, and it's not all the way in Coney, like, do we? So I, I commend it. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. Then made that move. Like, made that move. Like,
0: what do you remember about your first day on campus at George Wingate? I remember
1: everything that day. Tell <laughs>
0: me about it. Tell us about it. Walk us through. Because, um, yo, in my day, son, going to high school is a big deal, right? And you mean to tell me you had three times in your high school career where you were the new kid on the block? Mm-hmm. To me, I, when I think about that, freaking all the anxiety I feel now, man. So what's it like going into your senior year and going to a new school? What's that first day? Walk me through it. All right, boom. First
1: day, I, I come in a tracksuit. Nice Adidas tracksuit, oh slides. Let me tell, you, let me tell you how I go. I'm walking <laughs> in, got my phone in my hand. Yo, no phones. What you mean no phones? I haven't been in a school ever in my life with no phones, no phones. He's like, yeah, you gotta give it up. Like, nah, I'm not jacking that, <laughs> not jacking that. So I gave him a phone. Metal detectors. Like, you gotta go through metal detectors. Cool. They vary, like. These metal detectors is, is different from Dewey one. I could wear my chain, and but once I wear in Dewey, it's lighting up. So I'm like, all right, that's something different. Then I then then they talking about uniform, khakis. I'm like, what? Nah, this is different. This is super different. Khakis, you no phone. Yo, what? Everything was new, and then it was one hallway. I'm used to Dewey being a big campus, so it's one hallway. Classes, very, like, clustered on. I'm like, yeah, so it was very, like, uh, just a new experience. It's different. It's different. George Wingate,
0: there's actually three schools Mm -hmm. in the building, Mm -hmm. which is different from uh, John Dewey. Although many of the public schools have made that transition, but it's three different schools, three different principals, three different cultures. Yeah. You know, and as you mentioned, no cell phones down there in the school that we are in, which is called uh, High School for Public Service. It was different. New kid on the block again. Yup. Yep Jay Reed Coach Baker's the new coach There's a lot of new faces That come with it Abdul Myself What'd you think about All these new faces Around your campus?
3: I thought there was gonna come flooded Dewey in here I thought It was gonna be a Dewey Basketball program basically I thought Everybody from Dewey Was coming All types of faces That I've seen before From Dewey I thought it was gonna Dewey starting lineup Dewey bench <laughs> Everything Mm
0: Dewey.
3: I thought I was going to be a Dewey world. that went game.
0: And did you worry about how you would fit in the puzzle? If you would be
3: maybe forgotten or something? Yeah, I was worried about when would I play, what would be my role, what would I do, how often would I play, would I be on the team, what would I have to do, what would be new, what
0: would I have to adjust to. What was you guys' relationship before he transferred in? Was there one at all? Did you guys know each other? Nah, we didn't know each other. Didn't. What do you remember about your guys' first interactions?
1: Um I i think I, yeah, I remember us meeting by the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And we just chopped it up, just clicked Yeah. And yeah, from there it was just it was just a vibe. Just chilling. Just a vibe from the jump? Just a vibe yeah. from the jump. You don't get that with certain people. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. jay
0: Reed ain't trying to hit you with yo, son, you the new kid on the <laughs> block, better back nah.
1: It was it was too much of that going on the first day. So <laughs> from I, where? Like I, I, <laughs> nah you only got from people? Yeah. For real? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they was trying to say, yo, A.V., this is our spot.
1: Yeah. You ain't gotta tell no names, but what, what happened? Just looking at me like I'm an I'm I'm a like outsider. yeah, like I'm an intruder. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just coming to school. Like this is my new home now. I gotta get comfortable. So yeah.
0: It was it was tough. Av ain't try to show up like I'm the new hot shot and Nah, he was laid back. He was cool? Yeah. I'm always laid back. Always. I'm always. You <laughs> trying to get a feel. Yeah. Gotcha. So then we get underway. And playing basketball it was challenging early because the the gym was under construction. I think the gym had got damaged during some storm. I forget which storm it was. And they finally started to fix it. So this is early fall two thousand and twenty one when we supposed to be preparing practicing but we trying to find gyms all over the city to just get a little practice time here and there, a junior high school there, a rec center there. What can you tell the people about those early days putting the team together? You got the old Wingate crew like yourself, and then you got the new Dewey guys coming in. Like, what can you talk tell the guys about those early days putting that team together?
3: I mean, it was new. It was like tenth grade. When you think about being a senior, we think about these younger guys already in the building being on the team. But mm-hmm. you got a whole bunch of faces from outside the school joining the team. But once everybody met, everybody was cool, good vibe. Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody just clicked well. Mm-hmm. What would you tell the people about our season? How would you describe it? Up and down. Up and down. What do you say, AB? Roller coaster. Roller coaster. Roller coaster indeed. Why do you say that?
1: We had highs and we had low lows.
0: We had highs and we had low lows. We had a five and thirteen record. You know nothing anybody would hope for or was planning for, but unfortunately that was our reality. And as you mentioned, high highs, low lows. What what were some of the highs for you as a team and individually? Playing at Barclays. Playing at the Barclays. That was a hard.
1: That was a (laughs) hard.
0: December second, we played December second, two thousand twenty-one. I just checked today. We we played in the Barclays Center. Uh, Tell me about when you first learned that that was going to be on the schedule.
3: That was crazy. I didn't expect that at all.
0: I didn't expect that either.
3: Playing a big arena. I was ready. Yeah.
0: That was a big deal. We had played there once when we had. Dewey, but of course, Jay reed you weren't there. Ab, you weren't on the team at that time. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something Baker tries to put together for the guys to give them that opportunity. And I was just thinking, like, yo, we were able to play in the Barclays at a time when Kyrie wasn't even allowed. Yeah. Yo. That's how special it was. Yo. We played the great Samuel J. Tilden. Salute to Coach Mike and the Tilden Blue Devils. Uh, Talk to the people about it, man. What's it like walking in that arena? and know you about to step your feet on that that hardwood floor?
3: It's nerve-wracking. You got to win. Because everybody's paying money to come see you play, traveling out here downtown to come see you play. You know how the hole is going to get if you lose, so
0: you got to win. The campus was excited about it? Yeah, for sure. Buzzing. Buzzing. (laughs) Who would you have in attendance, like maybe from your family side and stuff?
3: It was my dad's birthday, so I had my dad and my sister.
0: Tell us about the game. What do you remember?
1: I remember that game so vividly. (laughs) So vividly. That game was special for me. For me, it was special. Why? Like, I, I I always knew Dewey got to play on that court, and when I got my chance, I was like, I'm I'm just making it. I'm just make the best out of it. I'm make the best out of it. So when I got the chance, it was once I got the first bucket, it was no running back. What was the first bucket? Larry, Larry got the layup. I don't him. I just felt real comfortable. <laughs> I was like, That's all I needed. Because at
0: some point, it just becomes basketball. Yeah. Even though you got all this scenery and stuff, it really just, at the it's a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? So eventually you'll get settled in. But I remember, and you got to remember, in high school, college, and the NBA, there's three different three-point lines. You know, high school is the closest, uh, college is a few feet back, and then the NBA is the furthest. So we're playing in an NBA arena. They don't have the high school three-point line painted on the floor. So if you want a three, you gotta shoot it from NBA range. Mm-hmm. You know, and we always tell the guys that, like, yo, that's an NBA three, you know, step into your range, where you comfortable. Ab, I think you hit three NBA threes I mean, that day.
1: I was hot. <laughs> yeah. I was not playing. That was a day yeah, that was special for me. That was special.
0: Three NBA threes. And uh I remember I got Melbourne, went up there and slam one home. Yup. Slam one home your teammate melbourne there's a picture in the school with jay reed going crazy watching his guy slam dunk the ball we kind of started off slow in that game yeah i remember Mm -hmm. amari hines came off the bench and provided a spark Mm -hmm. and then we were rolling uh from there what's it like because at that point i wasn't working in the in the uh, George Wingate building as a substitute teacher. So I wasn't really familiar with the students and the staff. I would later go on to work as a sub where I, oh, I remember this face from the Barclays. I remember these people from the Barclays. You had your assistant principal in there, Mr. Papula and stuff. Like, tell me, what was it like when you guys walked off that court victorious?
1: Energy was high. It was high. Very high. And it was a good feeling. Because you could go to school the next day. And walk proudly, hey, yo. through your hallway like you just yeah. It's a good feeling.
0: Even before you even get to school, like in that hallway in the Barclays, yeah. y'all had students go. going crazy. crazy. It was a whole chant. <laughs> it's
1: crazy. It's
0: going crazy. What y'all do after that? Y'all went got Chick Fil A. Yeah. yeah, gotta celebrate with some Chick Fil A. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I, when do you feel like the campus maybe? Embraced you as one of their own. You was no longer a Dewey transfer, but now
1: you a Wingate general. Was it that
0: Barclays victory?
1: I want to say the Barclays, but I feel like it was earlier than that though. Mm -hmm. Once they seen that I didn't come in as like probably a big headed kid that so like cocky or like just seeing that I'm a laid back person, so everybody just gravitated towards me and just like. Just took me in, like, yo, he's one of ours. And then, yeah. I think it was before that, though. But the Barclays solidified it, though. Gotcha. Now, you mentioned those low lows. Mm-hmm.
0: What were some of the lower moments from the season? Losing. Losing. Any it's one some game?
3: close games,
0: too.
1: We yeah. had a lot of close we, games. We had a lot. Uh, I think Van Arstel. That was the lowest low.
0: That was the low
1: one. That was the lowest low. We
0: lost by two points at Van Arsdale, School out in Williamsburg, and we made runs, we made runs, but we could just never get over that hump.
1: Yeah. That no, that was the lowest low, and Grand Street was the lowest low too. Grand Street, yeah. That one hit home for me. Why? We lost to Grand Street. <laughs> Grand Street, so it hit home. Yeah, that was yeah, that was tough. That was very tough. Why did we have those
0: lows? No struggles. Because at Van there, we were in that game. We lost by two. You know, I felt like they they out-rebounded us. We we would show those flashes of greatness. Mm-hmm. But why do you think we had those low lows?
1: I don't think we really meshed yet. Like, some, like, I don't know. Some, like, how can I put it? Like, we would have glimpses. Mm-hmm. But we need to have that all the time. Yeah, consistency. It's consistency. So, like, one day we'll mesh. The next day we'll just, like, fall apart. And once we fall apart, we get into panic mode automatic. Mm -hmm. Once I'm back against the wall, some people don't know how to handle it and just start throwing punches. You got to just be calm. Mm -hmm. Take me into the group chat.
0: Did it reflect that the sentiments that you're telling me right now, that guys were falling apart, were you guys in the middle of a season? Were you challenging each other? Is these conversations
1: you were having? Abby shaking his head no. We didn't challenge each other. I don't think, no. I don't think we challenge each other. No. It was like to practice. Yeah, we had talks. Yeah. We had talks and stuff like that, but it was falling apart. It was falling apart. As seniors.
0: Yeah. When you look back on that, you say falling apart. We didn't challenge each other. I, 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 as seniors, isn't that y'all responsibility? Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. So if we if you had to do it all over again, what how do you think it would look differently?
1: Um, Be more disciplined. Yeah. More aggressive. On top of our teammates, like mm-hmm. really getting on top of them, barking at them. Sometimes barking is necessary Mm -hmm. But
0: As a player You know coaches We can talk We can talk We can talk until we blew in the face But when it comes from your
1: teammate It hits different
0: It's a little bit different Yeah You know And I know personally How respected you two were By your teammates They looked up to you Not only because of who you were as athletes But who you guys are as students Who you guys are as young men you know how you conducted yourself, so and, and there's nothing wrong with that. These are the lessons we learn going through life. You know that's why we have these conversations. That's why we have these talks. Like, dang, if I could do it all over again, this is what I would have done differently. And we now add that to our repertoire, moving forward. Coach Baker, when your friends ask, "Yo, what's this guy like? What, what, what's it like playing for him? What, what do you, what do you say?"
3: I'm starting with you, Jay. He's tough. But he wants the best for you. He's tough on you, he pushes you. He's disciplined. He knows what he's talking about. But
0: he wants the best for you. And he's old for a reason. Because he wants to see the best version of you. He's tough, but he wants the best version of you. Jay, how do you know he wants the best for you? How
3: hard he pushes you. And the conversation you have with him. Where he wants you to be, who you could be, what you should be, what you should be aiming for.
1: What do you say, avi See, he's very he is very tough playing on the Baker. But it's, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling playing on the Baker. He wants the best for you at heart, for sure. Mm. He, got your, um, he, he has your future in, in his heart. Like He's going to take care of you, for sure. So if you play for Baker, just know he has your future at heart.
0: With him being tough, how do you, and, and I just asked Jay Reed read this, how do you know he has your best interest at heart? Like How did he gain that trust from you? Because sometimes I'll be out there, I see coaches ranting and raving, and I wonder, like, dang, do they really care about that student? You guys mentioned Baker's tough. You know, he could be hard to play for. But how do you know at the end of the day that you can trust that, you know what, this guy got my back. This is all for my best interest. Was there a moment when you had that, that light bulb click, like, you know what, this guy got my back?
1: Yeah, I had that moment before when me and him just has like, a relationship on and off the court. So mm-hmm. it's like, if I know I mess up on the court, it won't carry off the court. Like We just have that relationship where I could joke around, push him around. Like, so I know he has my future at it at the best of his heart. Yeah. So I don't know what he said. Yeah, when he has
3: relationship with you on and off the court, when he's heartening you on and off the court, when he's explaining to you what this could lead to, why you shouldn't do this, why you should do that, why you should be going down this path, mm-hmm. not necessarily trying to forge you a path, but trying to put you in the right direction. You feel though. Lefty love.
0: Lefty love, yes. Baker is partial to all his left-handed people, all his left-handed players. <laughs> Lefty love. How about Coach Will? You remember your first interactions with Coach Will?
1: Yeah,
0: I remember mine. Yeah, it was. Tell me about
1: it. Remind me. It was in Dewey. Or probably LTG. It was LTG sooner than Dewey. Mm-hmm. Because I was just getting into Dewey. I played at LTG. I remember seeing him. I was like, "Who's that guy? Came out to talk to me. And then, yeah, first, we just, like, cool. It was just a cool, like, but Coach Will, you just, like, he going to be hard on you for sure, but he got your best future at heart too. Like, he's one of the best for you for sure. Like, definitely do. You showed in like, you show tough love a lot, though, but. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like your love is, like, you show it in a tough manner. Like, people might take it, if you soft, people might take it a different way. And, like, be like, oh, he's attacking me, or oh, he's this, that, and the third. But I just see it as this tough love. Like, you mm-hmm. just got to man up and take it, you see? What do you say, Jay reed
3: I say coach will your best interest at heart
0: mm-hmm.
3: and push you to be the best of yourself. You remember
0: our first interactions? I don't really. Yeah. What happened?
3: It was um, ninth grade. I was in the park with Sammy and my friend Isaiah. We had a book bag on the floor doing drills outside. And you told me to come to check out the LGG program in the gym.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh wow. That's years ago before Dewey. I mean before Wingate. Yep. Wow, son. Dang, that's crazy. See? That's one thing I be and me and Baker always talk about this. Like when we go outside, we try to conduct ourselves in the proper manner. Cause you never know who's watching. You
1: don't.
0: Look at that. That's years ago. Yeah. I was just inviting some kids into the gym. You know what I'm saying? And he remembers that interaction. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy. A B talks about tough love for me. I'm a military veteran, you know what I'm saying? I remember like drill sergeant just would always tell us the real and authentic, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Holly, you're not getting it done. Holly, this is the area you need to improve. And I just always remember like, I appreciate that because that information is what I need to be better. So you may say tough love and stuff. I just be trying to paint an accurate picture of what's going on. Because to me, that's the next step to getting better. I can't pat you on the back and say, man, you were great today. When you weren't, I, I'm, I'm. that's dishonorable. You know what I'm saying? You may have these blind spots in your repertoire. But the only way to improve is to be 100% honest. Yeah. To be real. Yo, Jay, boom. We need to do a little bit better in this area. Yo, boom. Here's an area to comp- you can improve. And my, my wish is that you take that information and you apply it. And then you become the best version of yourself. You know, when I played college basketball, I took great pride in being a coachable player. My coach can tell me what's what. Because listen, we all walk in the room thinking we're pretty cool. So if I walk in the room thinking I'm pretty cool and you give me some more information, so now I can apply that, I'm a cool guy plus more now? Give me that. (laughs) Give me that, son. We had our ups and downs. Senior night. Talk to me. Senior night. It's coming to an end, up and down year. Walk me through the mindset of somebody that's getting ready to walk into their very final game of high school basketball because I never played high school basketball. Walk me through that.
3: I had to leave it all out there. I mean, I had to end it big. I had to be aggressive, play hard, communicate with my teammates.
0: I had to put on a show for the last time. What are you guys talking about? Amongst each other, like, before we even get to the game? Who to look out for because
3: we played in the week before. We played John Jay the week before. So, we we're like, we need because the reason I would say we lose because not getting back on defense, letting the shooter get open, transition. So, the goal was to keep him locked up. Somebody spot him, find him, stay with him, stick with him. So, we're identifying who was our threats, who we need to look out for, what's our defensive
0: plan. AB, see you tonight. Three high schools, failed
1: off, backed, bounced back with a 90 average. It was a lot of emotions that night. A lot of emotions. Yeah? Tell me. I, and I don't even get emotional, but that <laughs> night, there was a lot of emotions. You wrote me a letter that night. That, that letter hit home. I, before the game, I couldn't even read. I couldn't finish it because it I would have probably teared up. and I don't even tear up, but <laughs> I probably would have.
0: Yo, I wasn't even going to bring that up, but you did. Yo. I wrote a letter to all my seniors. I wrote a letter to all my seniors. I gave it to them before the game. What do you want to share about that letter? Hell. Yeah, what I say?
1: My letter, it was like telling me how much of like, how, how proud of you. I mean, how proud of, how proud you was of me. And like, just seeing like the man that I'm becoming. Telling me I'm on the right path, telling me like just, just like giving me my props, and just like explaining like what you what, what aspects I could improve on and this, that, and third. But that letter at home, I still got it in my, still got it in my <laughs> career. You better have. How about
0: you, Jerry? What'd your letter say?
3: It was encouraging me to still be a really good student-athlete, take care of my responsibilities on and off the court, keep striving for what I'm interested in.
0: Yo, you about to have me too, but honestly, I really was and am proud of the young men that you are. You know, a lot of emphasis is put on championships, championships, championships. Cool. But, you got to realize, and I'm a two-time city champion at the college level, the championship is a byproduct, is a result of who you are as a young man, your practices, your habits, your mores, and your values. And I wanted you, young men, to know, even though our season didn't turn out the way we wanted to win, you gentlemen exhibit those habits. And I want to tell you that I was proud of you and I commended you, son. And and, and I thank you because leadership, our job is to serve you, right. When you talk about a community, a basketball team, a family, we all have a role to play. If I'm dad, if I'm mom, if I'm the breadwinner, if I'm head coach, if I'm assistant coach, if I'm a player, if I'm a student, we all have a role to play to make this thing work. My job isn't more important or less important than yours. The same with you guys. Your job isn't more important. Or less. We all need each other. And I just want to tell you, I was thanking you for the job you had done, man. Uh, I, I wrote all my seniors letter Anna, and the managers. Little Desi says she she cried when I when I when I gave it to us. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate that. It, it, it makes me feel good that you the, that that had an impact and it still hangs on. Uh, you still have it to this day. Yeah. Game time. We playing John Jay, a team that just beat us. Well, first talk about the ceremony beforehand. Mm. For those who don't know, senior night. You know your seniors line up in front of all their classmates. My guy, Coach Baker, he has some nice big pictures of you guys. What was the ceremony like? Who'd you have in attendance? My sister. Your sister was there. Your sister was there. I had a boyfriend who used to play for one game. Oh, okay. Keeping it in the family. <laughs> nah. 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 That's all good. W- what What was it like having your name called and being honored in front of all your classmates?
3: It's a new experience. something you look forward to, though when you were at the lower level, when you at the sophomore level of being a basketball player. Yeah, I was looking forward to that moment. I was waiting
0: for that. That's, interesting. you say you look forward to that as as a sophomore, like you've envisioned that night many times. Mm How did it compare to the dream?
1: For me, to start off, it wasn't going the way I planned. I got in foul trouble early. (laughs) Stop hacking. (laughs) Nah. Stop hacking. Nah, you know I scrap up. (laughs) <laughs> when i really want to play that defense you don't move so, so you was in foul trouble yeah i got in foul trouble so you gotta um, take a sit see yeah so i was nervous panicking on the bench a little getting nervous see my teammates out there without me but they was holding themselves down mm-hmm. Jaden clicked something hit i don't know i'm on the bench like wow maybe they don't need me like, <laughs> like, something clicked for my boy mel Just four three something clicked and I came in and I just like shared the spice, kept mm-hmm. giving it to them, feeding eye in. And, and. This click, J
0: Reed, What what happened? You were rolling
1: seeing that.
3: Just had to be aggressive. I didn't want to lose again. Had to go out with a win. Just had to push the ball, do everything we talked about in practice, little meetings, face up, push the ball, be aggressive, do what I know, do what I'm comfortable with, do what I'm not comfortable with, and do what the team needs. What were the numbers that night? wow uh, 17 points. I'm uh,
1: not sure everything else. Yeah, you did have 17. Yeah, yeah, 17. I think I had like 14,
0: 15. You managed to score 15 points even after you were in foul trouble? The, the whole second half I was out the game. You was jacking? Yeah. Senior night, son. Like the end of your high school career. Victorious. Big night for both of you guys. Y'all didn't want to leave the gym that day. No. no. Y'all in there dancing and cutting up. Yeah. Like, yo, son, it's time to go home. Y'all wanted that night to last forever. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Coach Taz was in attendance, your former coach. Yo. Did you get a chance to chat with him? Yep. What did he say?
3: He said, like, good job. He said, I'm proud of you. And then he texted me later on. He said, you're steady improving. And he's mm-hmm. proud of me. Mm-hmm.
0: Compare who you were as a player at the beginning of the season and who you were as a, at the end. A player and a young man. J. Reed, first.
3: Again, I just kind of wanted more of a feel of how we are gonna be on the court. And at the end, it was more of like a, I've seen a lot throughout this, school, throughout this season. Injuries, different type of opponents, different types of games, different type of experiences. So I, I knew I needed to be aggressive, strong, confident. I knew I needed to be tougher. Mm-hmm do everything the team needs and more, and be consistent.
0: See, with you, Jay Reed, and we had this conversation plenty of times throughout the year and and since uh, the season has ended, you're a good guy, you're a nice guy, and you just want to do whatever the team needs. You don't want to be a bother. You don't want to take all the attention. But as a member of this team, sometimes it's your responsibility to be the aggressor. You know, and I see a lot of myself in you because when I was in college, freshman year, I had a bunch of guys leading the scoring. I was just content being one of the guys. And then sophomore year, your Will, you got to score. The hardest thing for me that sophomore year was to come down the court, take a shot, miss it, and then come back down the next time and take another shot. I thought it was selfish, like, hold on now, man, I just missed, maybe I shouldn't. No, Will, it's your responsibility to help carry a team to victory. And that's the conversations we have with Jay Reed. You know what I'm saying? You got every tool in the shed. You got to put it together. Your team needs you. They need you. It's not even a warrant. They need you, son. It's your responsibility to deliver for them. So it's great that I hear you say that that's something you learned over the year. Like, yo, I got to be aggressive. I'm, I'm one of the guys, too. How about you, Ab? Compare who you were at the beginning of the season as a young man, as a young player. Versus at the end,
1: as a player on a player aspect, <clears throat> throughout the whole year I felt like I was a dog. <laughs> dog came in trying to be a dog. Um, as a man, I say the start of the season I probably was like in a shell, like because mm-hmm. in Dewey, I'm so used to being around the big bros that mm-hmm. they could they could take like the slack off of me. I'm the one that's getting put in place. Now You the big bro. Now I'm the big bro. So now I gotta put certain people in place. So it was adjusting. It was an it was an adjustment. So yeah, so towards like towards the end of the season I had to like start being more vocal. Start start telling people what to do, be here, do that, this time. the third. I was never used to that. Right. So yeah. I had to do that.
0: One of the biggest stories for our season was Abdul-Torre's transition to being a point guard. Prior to this year, his nickname was Matumbo, And I'm not sure that was always a compliment. (laughs) No, it was for his defensive ability. He would have these chase down blocks, just swatting stuff out of the air. But he never really played the the point guard position. You know, he was one of our forwards, one of our tough defenders. And in the midst of everybody transitioning to Wingate, when the chips all fell where they may, we turned to Ab as our point guard. Do you remember the first time it was set in stone that the ball was going to be in your hand, you were going to be entrusted with the responsibility of leading the uh Wingate Generals?
1: Yeah. What was that? It was it was a practice we had outside, right? And I'm 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 running to the wing. Baker like yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you running to the wing for? Go handle the ball. Ma, I'm like, what you mean go handle the ball? I ain't never handled the ball in my three years, two years in duty. I'm like nah, handle the ball. He's like yeah, call a play out. I'm like, alright, slice, slice, slice. I'm like yo, this is new to me. So yeah, that was set in stone that I'm running point. And I was like, I got to start watching film on point guards, starting to be a true point. Like, got to learn the ropes, because I never imagined pitching myself from point yeah. in my years of so high school.
0: That was a big transition, bro. Yeah. That was a big transition. You had to learn on the job. hmm On the fly, I had to learn. You were going up against guys that have had the ball in their hand their whole my career. First, yeah, and that was just my first year. So, yeah. What kind of grade would you give yourself on your point guard ability that year?
1: A B. A B? B plus. Why? I say, I don't feel like I'm a true point yet. Like, I feel like I'm a scoring point, not a true point. Like, a true point could tell your teammates, "Yo, go to the corner, do this. I could do that too, but it's not as good as those people that had the ball in their hands their whole careers. Like, I'm just a, you give me the ball, I'm going to get you a basket. Mm -hmm. So, I got to really, like, get into that True Point vibe that I got to tap into soon. So, yeah. got to improve on that.
0: What would you consider your coming out party?
1: Uh, At Dewey. I'm not Dewey. At Wingate. Wingate. My coming out party? Yeah. Probably Um, my first game. Which one was that? Prospect. Oh, probably my first game. Why? I just started off with a bang. My first game. That yeah. was our first game? Yep. I remember my first shot in the... What happened? Jaden set the set a screen. Ah. Pull up mid-range. I was like, I'm yeah. home. I'm home.
0: He said I'm home.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we were on the road,
0: by the way. Yeah. But I'm home. I'm home. Jay, you hear this? <laughs> That's how you feel it? Yeah. Off the screen, one dribble, bomb Um, No, hesitation Where you get that pull up from? You Ah, (laughs) we gonna get into that But hold on (laughs) Yo And see, that's what I talk about, the maturation In your Matumbo days, you might have came off the screen And tried to bowl people over, get a charge Yeah You put your foot down, shot the pull up Over the defender, boom Top speed, one dribble, pull up Boom That was your coming out party I remember the automotive game too. The automotive game mm. was 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 tough, was tough, man. Uh, I I I seen the opposing team switch the defense three times to try to account for you, mm-hmm. and they couldn't. That one really stands out for me. That one really stands out for me because that's when teams was really trying to uh, prepare for you, and they ain't have an answer that that day. Yeah. In fact, no lie, God's honest truth, Baker's right there automotive had a coach coaching the game and then some dude from the stands who used to be like the old coach he's like the coach emeritus he came down to coach the game oh yeah i see i pre that pre that i'm like what yeah yo they my man came from the stands to try to stop ab yeah
1: that was a tough game
0: that was crazy something you you learned about the guard position You got to run the plays. That takes a lot of energy. Does. And then to have to guard, the guard position is, that's a full day's work. Yeah. That's a full day's work, AB. Yeah. Tell me about
1: it. It was very tough. Very tough. It was so tough. It made me get shin splints. Wow. I didn't know, like, I didn't play that much minutes in my life. Yeah. So playing that much minutes, like, it took a toll on my legs. I'm like, I never, like, this is a real adjustment. Everything was adjustments on the fly, So, I had to get used to it. And then just from there, I just, like, once I got on the ground running, it was off. Mm -hmm. So, so I just took off from there.
0: That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, everybody wants to play the guard because it looks cool. We see Steph Curry do it. But after you run your play, you got to turn around and guard the other team's best
1: ball handler. You got to be in shape for that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: a different type of shit. Different type of shape, man. Different type of shape. We talked about senior night. Wrapped up the year. What happens after that? What's it like? What are those first few days after senior night like? No practice. No basketball. sucks. It sucks.
3: Yeah. You're going to look forward to, really. Every day. Since September, I practice, had something, mm-hmm. study hall, something, but then it's nothing, no games, no scrimmage, no tournament, no invitational events, no
1: practice. Yeah, it was, it was tough. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, it's like falling into that 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 place. Like after basketball, you just lose the motivation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like you could fall into that little like, yeah, I'm not going to school no more, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to take like a week off of school like you just you could fall into that place so it was very tough and then yeah it was tough I was I was angry after the season though why I feel like we could have could have did so much more yeah so much more and then we had a if we'd, have, if we'd have made a run at least for playoffs we would have had been in that situation to the beginning mm-hmm. so I feel like we could have did so much more
0: yeah you start to think about missed opportunities that can eat you alive yeah uh no basketball here it's hard to get up and go to school and stuff and you don't even have another year at Wingate to look forward to that is over the finale of that is tough to deal with but eventually you gotta start thinking about next season the next chapter of your life talk to me about that AB Uh, it's time to go to college what type of opportunities are coming your way what type of things are you weighing what are you after what do you want
1: um it was, t- I mean, I'm not going to say it was a tough, like, decision, but it was, it was like, it was a fun experience, college, getting recruited, like, it was, it was like. How were you recruited? Who reached out? Um, Mega reached out, BMCC reached out, Ulster reached out, um, I don't want to miss any, um, OS, um. missing i'm missing i'm
0: missing so you have Kingsboro. so you have these schools that want your services how do you go about weighing your options like what are you after like what's that process like for you determining where
1: to play next i mean i I just had to talk to every coach and see which coach had the best interest for me at heart and and seeing which like system or where would I fit in the most, like, to see where I'll play at the most and get that opportunity to shine like I did at Wingate. So, yeah, I was just looking forward to, like, seeing which school had the best interest for me. And you chose BMCC? Yes, indeed. Why? What was the conversation like with that
0: program? What did you see from that that made you say, you know what, this is where I'm going to make my
1: home? I felt like that coach is, a like, I might. I feel like he's a dog defensive first, he want defense in your face, all, all types of, like, he wants that that killing. Mm-hmm. So once I seen that or heard that, I'm like, so I need yeah. Defensive in your face, we want the ball 94 feet, guard you. And then, yeah, yeah I, I got a tour to school, nice facility. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything, I feel like it suited me. Not too far, yeah. one train ride, so, yeah.
0: What does your mom think about your choice to play at BMCC? Um, she, she,
1: she, she's cool about it. She, she don't got a problem with it. But...
0: What did mom say after your high school career is wrapped up, after she saw
1: what you were able to do at Wingate? She's proud of me. Mm-hmm. Proud of me. Seeing me walk across that stage and made a crowd. Proud of me. Yeah? Proud of me. It was a
0: long road, three schools. Yeah. You know what I mean, ups and downs. And Yeah, I told her, I gave her my
1: diploma. I said, it's for you. <laughs> That's what's up. See you. That's what's up. Jay
0: Reed, high school career is over. It's time for the next chapter. <laughs> what do you want to do? Like, what? Are, what are your plans? What's, what type of options you have going on? I'm
3: trying to find where I can go play in next level. Mm-hmm. Find what's the best school. I got it to, to a lot of colleges, so I'm trying to sort out which school would be the best. I Man, end up choosing Brooklyn.
0: End up choosing Brooklyn. You know, end up choosing Brooklyn. You got, you know, you you can do academic pursuits, but you want to play this basketball. Yeah. Right, and perhaps maybe not many basketball opportunities came your way. Mm. How did that feel?
3: I mean, it's setbacks and everything, so I know I was gonna push past it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I know it's gonna find a way to end up in some sort of light to be able to play ball
0: again. Mm-hmm. Did you reflect on perhaps and we talked about this reflecting on the roles we play in the season. Did you reflect on what role you played possibly in and and not having as many basketball opportunities as you you have made, wanted?
3: Yeah, I feel like I played uh I feel like I was I had a major role on the team, but I had a lot to rely on as well. So I wasn't as aggressive mm-hmm. as first, but then when guys started going down with injuries, we lost Mel and Sammy, I
0: had to step up. And it's interesting, you're going to play at Brooklyn. And you know, Jay Reed and I will have these conversations. I'm sure you had these conversations with Baker, like, bro, I'll tell you no lie. Y'all know Coach Ho- Coach Will, Dr. Holly, whatever. I'm not gonna tell you any lie. Jay Reed got what it takes to be successful at the next level, without question. It's just at times, you know what I'm saying, he didn't always put it together. But on senior night, and just to put in perspective, just how how capable he is. On senior night, we play against John Jay. The week prior, we had lost to John Jay by 20 points. John Jay has a player who is very tough and he will be playing at Brooklyn next year. And Brooklyn is very excited to have him. My humble estimation, Jay Reed outplayed him that day.
1: That's a fact.
0: That's a fact. So here you have a player that Brooklyn is very excited about. And J. Reed outplayed him. That's a fact. The only difference is that brother may have, he may bring it more frequently every day, but Jay Reed has that in him. And, you know, these are the conversations we've had since then, and we've still grown, we are still maturing. Once you put it all together, there's nobody that can stop you. You know, so whether teams were knocking on your door or not, when you go to Brooklyn, you're going to have opportunity to make the team, and the rest is in your hands. That's all we can ask for as individuals, the ability to control our own destiny. You know what I'm saying? And that's nice conversations we had. J Reed's gonna be at Brooklyn with an Opportunity to Contribute. AB's going to BMCC. And that's the next chapters. That's the next chapters. I worked as a substitute teacher on on uh Wingate campus this last year. What did y'all think when you saw me in the hallways as a teacher?
1: What culture will do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised? Yeah. Had the tux looking dabble. It's not a tuxedo. It's
0: a suit, though. It's a suit. Bow <laughs> tie. Yeah. The other students was talking crazy about me. Nah. Y'all would never let them do that, right? Nah. <laughs> Y'all would never let them do that, son. It was fun. It was fun, and that campus really embraced me, and I greatly appreciate it. Let's see if we could call Coach Baker. Let's call Coach Baker and see if he will answer. I, th- I think you're going to answer. Sure. <clears throat> Yo. Coach Baker, this is William Holly of WBH Radio. You are live on the air. I repeat, you are live on the air. How are you, sir?
2: What's going on, big man? I'm all right.
0: I am here discussing Wingate General Basketball, so I thought it was only right that I call the general of the generals. <laughs> this last year was your very first season at the helm of that program. How would you describe year one? <sighs> Initially,
2: flattering. Uh it's a school I've been teaching at for the better part of a decade, and uh, I was waiting for the opportunity for a long time. So my initial feeling was I was very humbled and appreciative of the opportunity. But I'm sure you could attest as the year goes on, things things got a little rough along the way. So right now I'm at a point seeking redemption. <laughs> right. It did get a little uh, rough,
0: Baker, 5-13 and 13 season. Why, why do you think we, we struggled that way?
2: Um I honestly I'll just say it was it was more of a cultural stru- uh, struggle. You know what I mean? Um we we struggled to find an identity and that's and that's definitely part of having a year one. You know what I mean? So I think as the year ended, we kind of figured out who we were a little more, but you know by then it was too late. But I would I definitely think that our struggles was more related to not having a culture yet, you know, mm-hmm. as the having a new coach, having some new players, and things of that nature. Because we definitely had the talent to be better. Mm-hmm. So I just think the identity was a big obstacle for us.
0: Not only are you the head basketball coach, you are the uh, athletic director for the George Wingate campus. Why is that something that you wanted to pursue?
2: Uh, Um, for lack of better words it's it's some some of those duties as athletic director I feel like I was doing that as a as just the everyday teacher on the Mm -hmm. campus you know identifying talent connecting kids with coaches informing kids about all our sports programs not just basketball so I felt like it was something that I was doing without the title you know what I mean so having a title and Having a little more, I guess, authority, you would say, it just it just felt like something that would benefit the campus in a big-time way. But it's something I was doing a long time, like behind mm-hmm. the scenes and things like that.
0: What's so, your vision as athletic director? Because I know that campus really, not, not just the campus, but that community really... Yeah relies on on the generals what what would you say is your vision that's
2: that's that's the perfect word i'll tell you the same thing that i told the administration i would love for wingate campus to 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 be more of a community center than a school and it's in the heart in the heart of brooklyn central brooklyn east flatbush um wingate park is world famous you know we have people come from all over the world just to get a glimpse at it so I definitely think it's a place that could house and you know just develop, just develop a lot of young people. You know, what I mean, uh, that'd be my vision for Wingate to be somewhere that people from near and far can come for a good experience, and you know, in different in different facets of life. You know, I know you know we have the concerts there, mm-hmm. which is a very big deal for the community, for the older citizens of the neighborhood and things like that. We recently got back. Dunkers delight in the park. You know we got Senator Myree involved with that. So, you know, like Wingate, Wingate is is a sleeping giant. Mm-hmm. It's a sleeping giant in Brooklyn. god big. I have two guests in here
0: with me. I'm gonna let them say hello to you.
2: Yo, what's up, biggest and mean man?
1: You know who it is? It's Jay Reed.
0: I have Abdul Tori and Jay Reed here on the podcast. What can you say about their contribution to the Wingate program?
2: Oh, those are my, my class of 2022, guys, man. Um, I could definitely say that I appreciate them. We could start with that first. You know what I mean? They were two bright spots in a dark season. Um, they definitely handled some of the frustrations that came with the season better than I did, especially because they were in uniform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm sure it burned them a lot more than it burned me sometimes. And, you know, they never really showed it. They never really showed it. Like Jaden is a tremendous student, honorable student. Abdul's headed to college to play basketball. So uh, we, always talk to, we always talk to these kids about making the most out of your opportunities. So I really feel like even in a, you know, quote, unquote, bad year, they maximized their opportunities and gave themselves, you know, future opportunities from the season. So that's that's a big deal. That's something the younger guys could look up to. Like, you know, yeah. We weren't the best team, but we're creating better situations and opportunities from us for ourselves wherever we are. Well, Baker, true so or false. Shout out to those guys.
0: True or false. The first time you met A B, he was on a bench laughing and giggling down fifty points. Sixty. Oh
1: <laughs> Six.
0: Baker, last question. What would you say to the individuals who may be hesitant to be a part or embrace the the Wingate Generals basketball program because of the year we just had?
2: Um, I know it's gonna sound cliche, but Rome wasn't built in a day. You know what I mean Rome wasn't built in a day any any anything great starts somewhere anything great starts with a day 1 with a year 1 with a week 1 you know what I mean if 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 you have the ultimate confidence in yourself like I do you just understand that it's all part of the process it's all part of the process um and we we have we have plenty of examples you know, very near to us. Like, I wasn't in high school that long ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I was in high school, Thomas Jefferson was an average basketball program. You know what I mean? Now they're one of the top programs in the city. Uh, Until, what, five or six years ago, South Shore has never won a city championship. Now they're the best public school program in the city. So it all starts with a day one and a commitment to the process. So I would just encourage anyone on the outside looking in to get an inside look before you make a decision or before you cross judgment in any situation but especially when it comes to uh, especially when it comes to the gate alright brother thank you man alright good looking on the call Yes.
0: yo that coach Baker's pretty good son like at this podcast stuff he said I would encourage those on the outside to come and get an inside look man that, this guy's pretty good man shout out to our, our head coach K Vaughn uh, Baker what was it like hearing from him really good Hear yeah, those words. So you guys are his guys. And I want to point something out, Coach Baker. You know, he's not just a head basketball coach, he is the athletic director. And I want to commend him for that. If you go around the city sometimes and you watch the basketball teams, like on the official PSAL website, it'll say a name. And then when you get to the game, you see somebody else coaching. What's happening there? the quote-unquote coach doesn't have the credentials to be officially on the PSL website, so they'll just snatch the math teacher. Miss, oh, Mrs. Johnson, you, your name is on the roster, but this guy from outside is going to actually do the coaching. And I often wonder when I see that, I said, what example does that set for the students, right? That that coach can take shortcuts, that coach doesn't have to meet the standard and he still get the job? So I always commend my guy. Not only is he the basketball coach, but he's the AD. You don't see too many people from where we from in that standing. You know what I'm saying? At this stage of his career. So I would just caution anybody that's betting against that young man. And they may say, but Will, that's your boy. That's why you said it. Nah, but let's examine why he's my boy. We was teammates when he was 19 years old. And I seen where this kid was going back then. And he's hitting his mark every time. So salute. To Coach Baker. Gentlemen, what do you want your George Wingate legacy to be? The teams, five years from now, eight years from now, what do you want them to say about Jaden Reed and Abdul-Torre?
1: Go. Trendsetter. Started it. Year one. Year one. Year one. Year one. Started it.
0: What do you want them to know about your gameplay, your practice habits, how you approach the, the, the classroom? Like what do you want them to say when they talking about you? What 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 should those conversations
1: entail? Take care of your responsibilities. Like hey, yo, those two right there with dogs, they did what they had to do on and off the court. Coach Baker said a bright spot in a dark year.
0: Yeah. Let's get to the summer. You know, because basketball is a full-time sport. You know, senior year is over. Guy's getting ready to go to the next chapter. But we got some summer squads we put together. One of the events we play in is the Loyal to the Game Summer Classic. Spearheaded by our guy, Kayvon Baker, who is the commissioner. And Kayvon doesn't coach in his own tournament. He doesn't like the appearance of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wants to be commissioner. I know that for years. So when we were at Dewey... Coach Tariq would coach the Dewey squad during the summer. Mm-hmm. Coach Tariq is doing different things, so it was kind of just Baker and I this year. So as we're getting closer to the summer, I'm looking around at who's going to coach the team, and that's me. <laughs> what do you guys think when you first learn that, yo, Coach Will is going to be leading the LTG Wingate squad this summer?
1: We are in good hands. Yeah, we we straight. We, uh, we got it. we got
0: it down packed. We played at, what's it like playing in LTG? Nice. Jay, this was your first year, right? Yeah. AB, you done played a few times.
1: Yeah, played like four years in there. So it's a good environment. Um. Mm, what else could what be? makes it a good environment? Like you just go, you go to the park, you feel safe. Mm. Certain parks you go to, you know, like you might not even make it out sometimes. Yeah. You worried about your own safety. Baker got you down. If Baker beans Baker with you, he beans with you. You ain't nobody going to touch you.
0: Do you feel like it's your tournament? Like, that's your coach. That's the commissioner. Do you do you feel like home?
1: Yeah. I yeah. feel like we're the home team.
0: Because when you think about it, other teams, like, Baker is serious about the age requirements. He doesn't want 19-year-olds playing in 16. So, those kids got to show ID. Yeah. Y'all don't. Yeah. We know y'all. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're the home team.
0: Talk to me about that very first game. Um, I looked around. We play four games in the regular season in the summer. I looked around, and all I saw was Wingate students everywhere. Down to the DJ. Salute to DJ Mark. How'd you feel that first game, seeing all your teammates, all your classmates? Like, you home, playing outside, this summer? Like, what? Talk to me, because I was hype.
1: Here we go again. Yeah, we back. Here we go again. We back. Got another chance. We back. make the most out of you. And in four games,
0: we went two and two. Um, AB, you were the leading scorer for the summer tournament. It's interesting, the summers because you learn these lessons from your high school season. Were you able to apply some of those lessons that you learned? What are some of them things that you felt like you were able to add? Like, you know what? High school season is done. If I could do it all over, I would have done X, Y, Z better. Let me apply that to the summer now.
3: Feel like I had a consistency. Mm-hmm. Instead of facing up once every quarter, face up every time I get the ball, see my options. Instead of passing every time I get a rebound, let me look ahead first. Let me push up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me put some pressure on the defense. Mm-hmm.
0: You had a few, uh, Baker does a good job with the social media and stuff. You got. You had a few play of the game acknowledgments. Yeah. You guys like to have fun with that. Y'all be reposting and reposting and all type of nicknames. Yeah. People were making fun of me because we won a game, and uh, they posted our team picture. And in that that picture, I had it on a Wingate jersey. So if you're like if you scan the picture, they was like, "Yo, well, you trying to look like a player?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Nah, son, nah." So we 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 scrape and we claw and we get into the playoffs of the summer tournament, the LTG Summer Classic. We're excited. We made it to the playoffs. Big game, a lot of energy. Winner, winner moves on, the loser goes home. And very early on in that playoff game, our leading scorer gets ejected. Gets tossed. Abdul Torre, who is not only leading our team and scoring, but leading the whole summer tournament and scoring, gets ejected. He gets one T. Within 45 seconds, he gets another T. Lost. I'm not talking to A B right now. Jay Reed. Matter of
1: fact, we're gonna start with you, A B. What happened? I I, <laughs> I, I, I guess I got on my teammate too hard. I guess I guess I used the right appropriate words. And, and to AB's credit, he didn't say anything to the ref.
0: He was having a conversation with his, his teammate, a spirited conversation, with I guess certain four-letter words, and the refs banged him. Ref hit him with a T. Like yo, that's not the way high schools
1: conduct themselves. Boom, got hit with a T. I didn't even know that. But the second one within thirty seconds, AB. That was rough Floor. Uh, yeah. Anger took over. Emotions took over me after that one. Jerry, when you saw your teammate, your your fellow senior,
0: get tossed in the biggest game of the summer, what was going through your mind?
3: Somebody had. Somebody gotta handle the ball, and somebody gotta lead the
0: offense, mm-hmm. and we all gotta step up. Everybody. <laughs> Tell him how cool your coach was, though, after he got tossed. What did I what did I say when I sat you guys down after he got tossed? Go ahead, go ahead. Tell him. Tell him how cool I was. We got it. I told him, relax. We're gonna still win this game, son. We're gonna still win this game. I thought you guys had done so much uh, to that point. Not just in the summer, but the lessons we learned from the high school year, I thought we were ready. And a big part of that was your aggression, your willingness to step up, your willingness to score points, Jay Reed. You know, I thought we were we were gonna be able to withstand that game, you know? And luckily we did, and I told AB, a- like, he gotta tell his teammates thank you for allowing him to live another day. But uh, you guys both had a great summer. Unfortunately, we were losing the next round to the eventual champions, but I was very proud of the way you guys conducted yourself. And I gotta apologize. I, I cost us that game against the Patriots in the season. I should've allowed y'all to press. In the, in the summer tournament?
1: Patriots. Oh, yeah, I remember that.
0: I learned lessons, too. Coaches learned lessons along the way, too. And watching you in LTG, watching you in Dunker's Delight, I was able to see how effective you were with the press, how you could harass teams, get steals, and and win games. And I didn't allow you guys to coach with the Patriots. Uh, not only did you play in the loyalty to the game summer classic, but you played in Dunker's Delight in Wingate Park in your backyard. What was that first game like? What was it like uh, being out there in your own neighborhood? felt home.
3: We home. We home. We home. Front of familiar, from the front of familiar faces. Yeah. Familiar park, familiar environment.
1: It's mm-hmm. just a lot of pressure when on you now, though. Yeah, it's different. It's a different light. I got the mic out there. Salute to Ice. It's a different light. If you're not ready, don't come.
0: It's a different light. That first one, y'all showed out. Y'all yeah. showed out. I was proud of you guys. You showed out. I played against some tough competition. And you won in your back yard. Let's see what else we got to get into. Um, My City Alumni Classic. Tell the people what that is.
3: Alumni College. Uh, alumni CUNY College basketball games. Take mm-hmm. place from former players who graduated more than four years ago. Mm-hmm. Completed their eligibility to play.
0: We put together an event on May 1st where we had alumni teams from some of the local colleges competing against Wani. Uh I guess I could be considered the one who was spearheading that, but I really feel like we all are part of it. That event belongs to all of us. Now, if you were there that day, you would notice Jay Reed was my body man. You ever heard that term? Yeah. The, the president has a body man, like basically somebody that's with him all the time. Jay Reed was with me every step of the way. A B Hollywood, so he ain't show up until late. <laughs> he he sat in the crowd. But uh a big part of that, I, I wanted that event so you guys could see your former, I mean, see your coach compete. Yeah. Coach Baker played for the Brooklyn squad. What was it like watching him?
1: It's always fun. It's always a pleasure yeah. watching him. how
0: do he do? Yeah, good. He
1: did, he did his thing. He did all right. He did all right. He did all right. <laughs> Some of y'all
0: were taking bets like, yo, Baker going to score 30. I'm like, he's not going to score 30. It's like, it's basically an all-star team. He's, he's not going to chuck his people like that.
1: <laughs> Got to
0: get yours, though. <laughs> <laughs> he still managed to play well, um, put together, I think, 14 to 16 points. This footage of A.B. in the crowd, taking flicks and everything. I saw Jay Reed. He would stop every now and again and really pay attention to that game. But that event is not only about them. It's about you. And there's possibility that you may play in that one day. You know what I'm saying? AB's going on to BMCC. JB's going on to Brooklyn. Like, yo, I I want that to serve as a reason for us to always come back and connect. Because life is going to take us in all type of different directions. Mm -hmm. I also wanted y'all to see a different aspect of sport. You know, me, your coach, kind of organizing and and running. Like, what impact did that have watching me up there with my my bow tie, kind of
1: being the one running that show? Showing like you could switch it up could be a coach and you could be a businessman at the same time mm-hmm. showing different elegancies so yeah most stuff.
3: it's a new experience a new look I'll, helping to run a big program that means a lot to a lot of people that takes a lot of work to put together
0: very versatile i wanted y'all to see that
1: yeah
0: i wanted y'all to see that indeed you know there's there's many different levels and aspects to sport you can suit up you can coach you could be director yeah. you know what are some of your interests outside of basketball
1: i got my own brand so i, I mean i'll be trying to like do stuff like that so what's the, the name Monza nyc <laughs> what's that mean means king in my language mm-hmm. yeah got my own brand follow the page Monsa nyc and what could we expect from that brand bear sweatsuits hats ski masks everything on the way you gonna send you gonna send me a package? Got you,
0: no doubt. No. Salute! Send, send a shout out to your brother who you partnering with on now. Shout out to big bro, some mommy dude. <laughs> right right Jerry, one of the things that impressed me the most when I first learned about you, first getting to meet you, Baker said, "Yo, this is Jay Reed. He's our captain. He's doing this in basketball, and oh yeah, he uh he and dabble and dabbling them stocks." Hmm. Yeah. How'd you get involved with that?
3: During the quarantine, had a lot of time. One of the ways to make some money seeing it was a big opportunity to invest for your future and help you grow your money, be financially stable, not have to worry about day-to-day job.
0: Do you have to do, like, that's not something you could just jump in. Yeah. You you did some research? What was that like? A lot of research, a lot of videos, YouTube feed full of it, YouTube
3: history full of videos, just researching and Googling,
0: watching videos all day. So, so, well, you do you day trade or you just, like, uh, uh, well, what's your approach to earning money in the stock market? I invest in day trade,
3: mm-hmm. day-to-day basis, make quick money, and then invest it after. Let mm-hmm. that grow. Don't let it sit in the bank, hit by inflation.
0: How many of your people, your classmates know that about you? I'd say like four
3: out of, t- every four out of ten people,
0: Maybe. Because that's really impressive. In fact, yo, Jay Reed gave me a stock tip the other day. He told me about an Amazon stock split. I'm like, yo, I got to clean up. I got to capitalize on that. <laughs> Explain to people what a stock split is. It's so when a stock takes its price, divides it by a
3: certain number, and then multiplies that by the amount of shares to make the stock cheaper. Right. And more people go buy it.
0: So Amazon, whose stock has been as high as $2,000, they decide to basically put their stock on sale. Now it's at $130. I went to go clean up. Thanks, Jay Reed. So, yo, that's when we talk about you young people being impressive, man, there's all type of different layers to you, man. And I think that's something people need to understand. Like, you need to get all your little teammates and classmates together instead of spending money in them people's store. Let's put something together. Invest in Jay Reed. Give him something to play with so we can go straight to the top. Facts. I saw Jay Reed on social media one day. He was showed a picture of like some designer bag or something. I said, man, stay out them people's store. <laughs> stay out them people's store, man. Let's, let's put our money together. There's something that's going to take us to another level, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's it. That's dope, son. AB got his brand coming. J Reed playing in the stock. J Reed. You also played another sport while you was at Wingate. Yeah, volleyball. Volleyball. Towards the end of our senior year. How did that opportunity come about?
3: I mean, I played in gym class. The coach wanted me. They kept asking me at the whole school, are you going to join? I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know what, why not? Something keep me busy, keep me disciplined, in shape, constantly working out and moving. So I joined the team. So
0: you never played volleyball in high school? No. Nah. And your senior year, coach says, yo, come give it a shot. And you did. Yeah. Like, you really the new kid on the block. What was that experience like, son? To, to walk into something for the very first time?
3: It was nice. It's a fun sport. A different experience of a different sport team. It's mm-hmm. similar to ball, but different. You know, the workouts, the conditioning and all that. It was way different. It was a new experience, but it was nice.
0: How did your basketball experience help you on the volleyball court?
3: Just my athleticism, being able to react to the ball, mm-hmm. you know, like see the ball coming to you instead of just running from it, go to it, do something with it, just take an initiative.
0: And what do you think you learned from volleyball that you can now apply to your your basketball career moving forward?
3: Trust your teammates
0: mm-hmm. and communicate a lot. You won a division championship, right? Yeah. Salute to the Wingate Generals. And we have another two-sport athlete on our team. He's going to be a senior this year. Salute to Omari Hines, who is the city champion in long jump. Basketball player and also a city champion in the long jump. Salute to Mr. Omari Hines. Salute to his coach, Ms. Destin. Do you think you would try to play volleyball at the college level?
3: Probably not. Nah, we to
0: go all in on
1: basketball. All in on basketball. Yo, Amy, what'd you think when you saw your, your man playing volleyball? Shock. Shocked. <laughs> shocked. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm shocked. Because that's new. Yeah. yeah. Volleyball, I, don't, yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, I was in the act
0: of the fool. He looked like a natural. I was sitting there like, yo. Yeah. He I looked like to, he know what he's doing. Yeah,
1: I had to show up for my boy. I had to support. You feel me? Kenan won his games. Yeah.
0: At graduation, uh, uh, Jerry, you got an award for sports, right? Yeah. What was it? Um,
3: Honoring sports. Mm -hmm.
0: It's like the representation of sports. Yeah. Basically for uh, basketball and... No, in the yearbook, you got Mr. Most Athletic or something. Uh, Yeah, or Mr. HSBS. For, again, you was there four years. You, basketball player, volleyball player. Um... And when they called you for that award, I'm sitting in the back of the auditorium and I'm watching your classmates, they start chanting, "J Reed, J Reed, J Reed. Yo, AB, I'm back there, I'm floored, son. <laughs> they calling this man by this nickname, Jaden Reed. Tell the people who you got that nickname Jay Reed from. You. Yo, I'm sitting back there, I'm like, yo, I need my percentage off that, son. I need that trademark. This dude is getting an award and his classmate, everybody call him J Reed, J. Reed, J. Reed. Let me tell you guys the story behind this nickname, real quick. Cause I don't think some of y'all are too young to know. There's a movie called In Deep. There's a character played by Omar Epps. His name is Jeff Cole, but he goes undercover to take down a drug dealer. And when he goes undercover, his nickname J Reed is And there's a scene at the end, the drug dealer's name is uh, God, played by LL Cool J. And when, when Ella Couger realizes that Jay Reed is a cop, he's like, yo, he's like, yo, dog, I just wanted to be there for you, dog. I just wanted to be there for you, dog. You ain't no cop. You ain't no cop, Jay Reed. So that's where it came from. And for the record, it's J.reid. It's not J-A-Y. So y'all been spelling the nickname wrong. It's j.reed J, dot Reed. J <laughs> Reed. What's some of the favorite movies for you young folks? Favorite basketball movie? Coach Carter. Okay.
1: Basketball movie.
0: I thought y'all were gonna say something like like Mike with Bow Wow or Air Bud. I'm oh, um, wild. Space Jam. LeBron or Michael Jordan? Michael. All right. Space Jam. That's your favorite basketball movie? Yeah. Since young. Gotcha. Y'all seen any of the classics like he he got game? Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> I haven't got so a chance yet that. What? Yo, J. Reed Son, that's Bray Allen Playing Jesus Shuttlesworth What about Above the Rim? Above the Rim, cool, cool. I think I've seen that It's cool oh, it's not... That's Tupac That's Marlon Wayans Wood Harris Dwayne Martin New York City Classic Movies What's What's a more recent movie That like You young folks Pay attention Like what are y'all watching On TV these days?
1: Batman. A lot of a lot of Netflix series. Yeah, mostly Netflix series. Like yeah, just like you, um money ice stuff like that. Like Netflix series. Like yeah, The Walking Dead. Yeah. That's what the young people watching. Yeah. yeah, we don't watch them DVD players that y'all used to have. <laughs> <laughs> I have time
0: What about music, man? What's the pregame music like? What's the pregame playlist? Well,
1: I'm hey, a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a o, I'm I'm old so a little. I listen to, like, Marv, D, Jay-Z, DMX, Before Game.
0: I'm not even going to front. I'm going to give you credit for that. Yeah. Because on your social media, you be playing some of the hove classics that I
1: rock to, son. Yeah, I be bumping Dipset Before Game. How did that music get on your radar? I got an older brother, so since, like, young, I've been around that. Like, that vibe, 50, Dipset, Marv, D. Um, Onyx, mm-hmm. Locks. Like I could just go on and on. Big L Like just bump old school music before again get in my mode. How about
3: you, Jerry? I got more new school than old school. I got some old school. I got like DMX, Fifty Cent, but new school. I got like Lil Baby, mm-hmm. The Baby,
0: and be Young Boy. You know Gunna. Mostly. I feel like I seen you getting right to... Reggae. Like, some reggae music <laughs> one day. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's that? The best? Capleton? Like, what? <laughs> well, nah. To each his own. Your family's from Jamaica, right, Jay? Yeah. Where's your people from at? Africa. West Africa. Guinea. West Africa. Your social media used to be the African prince. What happened to them? That was a phase. <laughs> that was a phase. The African prince. prince yes, sir. Uh, the music, man. Y'all music is a little crazy these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sure when I was a kid, the adults around me would say that when we was listening to, but y'all is a little crazy, son. Like y'all calling people's opponents, oppositions, yeah. name ops, names. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's 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 pretty destructive these days. Mm. What do you think about that?
3: Nowadays, I feel like it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. I feel like this and the dead, disrespecting, going to levels that we shouldn't go to. I feel like it's getting too far. It's going yeah. too deep.
0: But with you, you two specifically, you guys don't seem to get distracted You know, um, by the music and the violence. And I think today, like our culture is so materialistic. Like, How do you guys stay on a straight and narrow path
1: just zone that out yeah has nothing to do with me so why put my energy into it it's going to be wasted energy but even when you go outside it's everywhere like, it I... is. just put your head down and focus <laughs> on what you got to focus on just handle your business
0: how challenging
1: is that it is challenging yeah it's tough because it's around the neighborhood it's around the way yeah. you can't you can't double and dive out of it it's just everywhere. came from it grew up around it Yeah. What advice would you
0: give to individuals who may find themselves getting pulled in directions that they shouldn't?
1: Stay true to yourself. Yeah. Stay true to yourself. If you know you're not, what you're looking for, if you know you're not like that, don't go down that path. Because mm-hmm. your true colors going to pull out eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. Who's some of the young bowlers you guys are paying attention to? Like, guys going, like, I feel like everybody's a social media basketball star now. Like, guys that are going to college, maybe, or still in high school. Bronny James, he the real yeah. deal or what? Bronny. I, yeah, I right. watch Bronny.
3: Yeah. I watch Mikey Williams. Mike, they they are. Right.
0: Like, I don't know who's who, because everybody's posting a clip. Everybody looks like the man on their social media. Who's really that guy? Who's really next? Let me
1: see who oh, I got for
0: you. Mikey Williams is going to college soon? He's going for senior year right now. In high school. Yeah. You got to make that decision. Him and Brownie, got to make that decision. I'm thoroughly impressed by Brownie. All the pressure that's on him. Yeah. Yeah. And he he seems to generally love the game. He seems to be working hard at the game. But
1: him being LeBron's son does give him the extra edge, though. Because nah. there's like a lot of kids that's out here doing what Brownie's doing. In New York, probably, I'll say. That just doesn't get that recognition.
0: Well, the recognition comes with his dad, exactly. of course. But I'm talking about the gameplay. He seemed like he working hard.
1: Nah, no, no yeah, I'm, I'm not taking that from him. Definitely do work hard. But I'm saying it's other people out here that could do what he's doing, though.
0: Oh, yeah, I understand. I understand. Hey. I understand. But we, you know, as coaches, we talk about Bronny a lot because he has the whole world at his fingertips. But you'll still see him help his teammate up. Yeah. You'll see when he goes to the bench, he doesn't have an attitude. He's slapping all his teammates five. Yeah. So if this man got the whole world that he could, he could still display that level of dedication and respect for the game. Nobody else should have the excuse of not doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something I talk about with you, A. B. Like you've had great success over the last year. You got to fight against getting comfortable. Mm -hmm. And getting complacent Yeah You know, never lose that edge And for him to have it At his fingertips And still be on that path Because you look at Michael Jordan's sons He had two They weren't that Successful in basketball No. Probably because They had everything Handed to them Or had resources At their disposal So maybe they ain't Work so hard You know, our backgrounds And not having Give us that fire Yeah So you talk about a kid That got everything For him to still have that fire I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed by that Yeah, you could be Yeah I,
1: yeah yeah that is a five. who else y'all paying attention to who's some of the pros y'all like pros like in the league yeah that I attention to um, Shea Shea Gilchrist Alexander that's definitely one Darius Garland Luka Doncic um, Kyrie yeah. Jason Tatum Kevin Ky- Booker John Moran. Deep Book a big one mm-hmm. I got a I got my mid-range flow from him too mm-hmm. Deep Book um, Jimmy Butler yeah Jimmy
0: a <laughs> a you talk about the mid-range and We were talking earlier About the pull-up jump shot You said you had uh, uh, That's something we worked on yeah. I Going into your senior season We do some workouts in the park
1: Yeah they What was that like? They don't know about that They don't know They don't know that's, They don't even know That was an 8 Yo, pull up to Nas Let's get this working Let's get this working what's to Nas Working on one dribble pull-up Two triple pull-up Just getting my left hand stronger Right hand stronger telling me be aggressive, go by me. Before I had that, it was get the ball. Let me give it a big bro, let him shoot that. Now I gotta be that guy, so yeah, they don't know about that.
0: I'm very proud of that time because when we were working out, we, we still weren't anticipating you being a guard. At all. At all? At all. At all. I remember I told Baker I'm about to go work out with Ab, he was like, oh, we're, all right. Like, he, we weren't really counting on you to be a guard, you know what I'm saying? So I was just doing that because I thought there was a young man that I could help possibly take his game to another level and voila, it it ended up, we ended up needing that 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 skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Reed and I have been working out in the park also, Jay, what, what can you tell the people about that workout? 7 a.m., every every time. But what y'all don't realize is that I, I'm really out there just working on your mind. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys, we work on some skill work, different things, but you guys kind of really have the tools. It's just a matter of putting it together. You know, at times, I would try to take stuff away from your game. Like, yo, stop putting the ball in behind Buy your bag. bag. That's when you get in trouble. Yeah. Basketball is real simple. All you need is a crossover, in and out. You know what I'm saying? You come off a screen, if a defender's pressing you, go right by him. Mm-hmm. If he's backed up, shoot the jump shot. That's it. Yeah. That's the right play. Whether the ball goes in or not, that's the right play. You know what I'm saying? That's something I try to... Uh, instilling you guys and that's why I got a little frustrated with you recently in dunkers because you kept putting the ball behind your back yeah and to me that highlighted that your mind was kind of scattered mm-hmm. because to me like salute to baker and all of them who's career point guards I wasn't that so I tried to get by with what I got keep the game simple you know what I'm saying the chance when I go behind my back I probably was in trouble when I go behind my back it's probably because the defense made me do that but as an offensive player, you should always dictate. You know what I'm saying? If you find yourself in trouble, retreat, drug Or pick it up and pass it off. You know what I'm saying? So that's things we tried to work on. And I was very proud that we were able to do that. And voila, the very next month, here is our point guard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Is there anything going on in the lives? And I want you all to really think about this. Because you have the opportunity to talk to myself, Coach Baker... Hell, some of the administrators at Wingate are probably going to watch this. Is there anything going on in the lives of a young high schooler today, 2022, that we are unaware of, that we may be insensitive to, that we are missing, right? And perhaps we should pay attention to it so we can better serve the student athlete. Is there anything going on? Like, maybe this season, like, damn, if only Coach Will and Coach Baker knew X, Y, and Z. Something that you want to bring to our attention or we should pay attention to? Because it's different, man. I graduated high school in 2003. What year were y'all born? Oh, four. Oh, Lord. Jay? 04? 04. Jeez. I graduated high school 2003. I was in Iraq in 2005. You know what I'm saying? Coach Baker probably, I don't know his, he probably graduated 2007. Different generations. Yeah. And each generation has their own unique set of challenges and stuff. Anything that you guys want to bring to our attention? I think about that. Another question. <laughs> I seen this. I, I was on line trying to find questions to ask high schoolers. Five hundred thousand dollars cash or dinner with Jay
1: Z? Dinner with Jay Z. Why? He could tell. He could teach me all of all of flips. That five hundred. Why would you say how much? Five hundred K. Five hundred K. That that's nothing if you really think about it.
0: Jerry, what do you say?
3: Five hundred K. It's a guaranteed 500K. You don't know what Jay-Z gonna do.
0: That's
1: true, no. AB. Guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> Jay-Z, though, man is a billionaire. He might sit there and not say anything to you, you bro. start any business with 500K. He, Listen, he
0: may not connect you Jay-Z with anybody. Could
1: teach you how to flip it, double it, and triple it. Like, really, let's, let's keep it tall. He he could teach you that, though. He can. He can. So why would I take a 500K that's mandatory? That's, that's like in a moment type of feeling. When I could look at generational, what like generational wealth?
0: That's Find hoping. That's hoping. Hope, hope, want to give you the
3: plug? Go ahead,
1: Jay. Find a kid, get you some real estate.
3: That's generational wealth. Get you some stocks, let them grow. Let Jay Z up could business. teach you that generational wealth. Tell generational wealth, and real
1: estate. I definitely take that dinner with Jay Z. I. Ain't. No, I see. no hesitation. You say the wrong thing. You don't come the right way. You get
3: it. <laughs> yeah, right. So 500K
1: you is have half a million. You're thinking about it too much. You, you put just, it in the right place. That's you million. just got to go and talk to the man. Like, yo, I dealt I 500K for this dinner. Why are you talking? I'm gonna be working. Yeah.
0: That's great, man. That was great. Like, now nah, you both bring up valid points, though. You both. Hove could if, if if he's in that mood that day, he might give you access to all of his resources. Exactly. But as Jay mentioned, you may come cr- incorrect, and he may just sit there silent, and cut a steak He may he may look at your sneakers like, "Yo, you not rocking my Pumas?" Nah, forget this, dude, man. No, I'm not I, rocking.
1: I, I can't even see Jay doing that. Can't <laughs> can't see Jay doing that.
0: How are we feeling about the next chapter of our life? Nervousness, apprehension, yeah, excitement? No. Tell me.
1: Nervous. Cause you never know what the future holds, so you always—it's always a mystery. Always nervous. Nervous, but I'm ready. I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready, constantly getting ready. Looking forward to it, though. You
0: got your schedule,
1: your class schedule. Yeah. Yup. Just got it too. What are you
0: gonna study at the next level?
1: Business management. Accounting. Accounting. Business management.
0: I told Jay like you guys are all retirement plan. <laughs> like <laughs> at one day I'ma be in the corner as the old head chilling. Like y'all going yo. Yo, let your coach hold some, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just be a figurehead at my city. Y'all gonna run it. Uh, 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 LTG, Baker can't be running around forever. Y'all gonna take the mantle and hold it down. Y'all are retirement plan, you know what sure. I'm saying? Sure. Uh, As I said in the letters, I'm proud of you young men. I really am, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, the, the success you have on the court is a product of who you are as a man who you are, like your values, your principles, and how you conduct yourself every day. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I'm most proud of. And I wanna say thank you for allowing us to serve you. Thank you for trusting us. You know what I'm saying? I I, I hope you learn something from us because I definitely learned from y'all. And that's no cat. <laughs> no kizzy. <laughs> Give some shout outs before we get out of here. Hold on. If y'all mention somebody I don't like, I'm blacking the name out, so be careful. <laughs> Throw some shout
1: <laughs> Shout-out to Mama Love and my pops, man. And my big bro. Shout-out to the fan, man. Love y'all. Shout-out to the fan, my coaches. Yeah, shout-out to the coaches. Been down with me this day one.
0: I want to get some shout-outs. Uh, as I mentioned, I came to Wingate just to be an assistant basketball coach with my boy, Kayvon Baker. And I was in the hall one day, and he turned to his AP and said, yo, we trying to get Coach Will some, some some work. And the AP took me to the office right away. Next thing I know, I'm working as a substitute teacher. You know what I mean? So salute to that whole campus. Salute to everybody that that contributes to the basketball team, everybody that supports my man, Kavon Baker, uh, Mr. Taylor, Ms. Miller, Ms. Sasha, Mr. Papula.
1: Shout out to them. Shout out. Shout
0: out to, to the lovely Miss Bess, who makes sure I get my sub assignments to make sure I get paid on time. Salute to Miss Bess. Salute to uh, our seniors that serve admirably, Max Stewart, Melbourne. Shout out to them. Salute to our managers, Miss Desi, Miss So. You know what I'm saying? This is a, it's a team effort. And we trying to build a, a program. Not just win a few games here and there, but build a program that everybody can be proud of. All right, and you guys have set the tone, and uh, I want to say thank you. you. Right. That's Abdul Torre, Jaden Reed. I'm William Holly. Wbh Radio. We out.